0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by hashtag #basketball.com and Draft.com, where if you use the promo code BOXES, you will get a free entry to your first draft. I'm your host, Mike Catron, and joining me as always is my co-host, Tyler Watts. What's up, Tyler? I'm just excited to talk about the Utah Jazz today. The Utah – so, like, a lot of the teams we've talked about in the past, not that interesting. We talked about the Kings last time. Kings, boring. Not a lot of good players. They're a mess of a franchise. Utah, on the other hand, a very solid franchise with a lot of interesting players.
1: So – and we can talk about – we're going to talk a lot about this too. So the rankings on these players got wild on Utah. And I don't, know, all I don't know who – I don't know who was drinking what, where, with who – but they, I don't know, man, Like everything's all jumbled up on this team. So this should be an exciting one to talk about from a lot of different angles.
0: This this will be – uh, I like this one a lot. I think there's a lot of good, uh, ownable players on this team. And um, we want to give a quick shout-out to our Patreon subscribers. Thank you so much. Uh, our leagues are – our listener leagues are uh, – the Dynasty League is filling up. So if you are interested in being in a uh, Tyler's uh, Dynasty League, the rules are out on Patreon.com slash – watching the boxes, if that league sounds interesting to you, uh, go ahead and uh, subscribe, and we will get you into that league. Or if you just want to be in a regular league with uh, with regular rules, then you could be in in my boring redraft league. So, uh,
1: I have it on good authority that Mike has not read the Dynasty League rules, so I can't wait for the draft when Mike jacks up the whole league and yeah. like picks some random guy who probably is terrible in that league.
0: I cannot confirm nor deny that I've read the rules. So, uh, but that is um, pretty pretty par for usual. Don't ever go into a draft without reading the rules, kids. It is a bad idea, but it is a good idea to check out Patreon.com/slash Watching the Boxes. You will get exclusive content to prepare for your upcoming drafts. Um, and let's prepare for the Utah Jazz, Tyler. What is the most interesting thread going into the Utah Jazz? Like, what's the narrative that people are so here, here?
1: Here's the thing about the Jazz this year, right? Not really anything changed for the Jazz. Nope. I feel like same exact team. They just running it back, pretty much. And so the the big fantasy narrative is Donovan Mitchell, right? We saw the huge yeah. breakout this season. Yahoo ADP has him all the way up to 17.7. Woof. Which Oof. that seems and but then Oof. so conversely like to me that's that's a good bit too high when we're talking Oof. about top 20
0: players. But then ESPN has him ranked 44th, which like if I could get him at 44, I'd be doing the jig. Woof. Also all these are just what what's going on here? You you're not kidding me with the fact that these rankings are all over the place.
1: Right, like this one in particular is pretty head scratching. Like, how can one see him in the top 20 and the other one see him as a fourth round pick?
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and and that is the big narrative. Donovan Mitchell, blah, blah, blah. Donovan Mitchell, biggest breakout candidate. Donovan Mitchell, blah, 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 blah. Top uh, second round, definitely a second rounder, being draft 17th, being ranked in the 20s. And um, what, am, what, what am I missing here, Tyler? Donovan Mitchell, a lot of people are like, oh, wait till he plays uh, starters minutes this year. Donovan Mitchell averaged 33 minutes per game last year. Donovan Mitchell started the first game of the season. He also started two games in October. And then after November 10th, he started every single game that he played in. Play. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't start in eight games. Like, people can say yeah, what
1: they want. Like, Donovan Mitchell okay, maybe he does play 35 minutes, right? Like maybe they go full Tom Thibodeau and go 36 minutes, 37 minutes. But, like, there's not a lot of upward mobility. And I think we see this too. Like anything over, like, 33 kind of maybe has a law of diminishing returns per minute. Like you're just tired, man. You've been working your butt off.
0: Yeah. In fact, if you look at the rest of the season, uh, the second half he was playing 35, 36 minutes a game. And actually his free throw percentage started to tail off a little bit as he was shooting more free throws, getting in the line more, and carrying more of an offensive burden. Um, actually, and, and so did his field goal just a tad, not a lot, but the field goal stayed pretty cons- uh, pretty consistent, just maybe a little less than 30, uh, 43.7 that he ended up finishing the entire season with. But, I, I mean, I love Donovan Mitchell's fancy game, 20 points, two and a half threes. Four rebounds, four assists, a steal and a half. Those are really, really nice numbers. I can't find one person who will tell me how he's going to be as good or better than Jimmy Butler.
1: Well, I'm with you there.
0: Jimmy Butler is the well, one of the Well, I guess that's one way.
1: I'll tell you one way. Third tier guys. Second tier guys, really. And maybe you don't have this off the top of your head, but Jimmy Butler has not played the seventy nine games that Donovan Mitchell played since
0: what year? Mm, that one Bulls year. <laughs> you know what
1: I'm that's saying? Where Thibodeau... So, no,
0: the year that uh, Hoy- Thibodeau left.
1: Yeah, so if we're looking at totals, though, like, that's how Donovan
0: Mitchell's um, better
1: than Jimmy Butler.
0: Looking, if you're looking at totals, I, uh, I'm i all with you on that one.
1: That's the one way. That's the only way. Like, if per game, though, no, I think Jimmy Butler's definitely better.
0: So last year on totals, he finished... Uh, Donovan Mitchell finished 39th. Okay. Why is he being drafted 17th? The jump from your 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 tier down there around the 40s, 30s 40s to a a, a top 20, a top 15 player is exponentially more than the jump from 70 to 40.
1: Well, I maybe, guess
0: maybe it is. I mean just it no, is no, much no, no, no. harder I'm not, I'm not, to get better that. at the game.
1: I, I'm not debating that part. I'm sure. debating how how he gets there in my own mind. I guess. Okay, go go. Um, we'll
0: so I want to be convinced. I'm not.
1: I, well, we've talked about this maybe all summer. In any podcast we've done, we've seen one data point from Donovan Mitchell. You know, do you look at any players? What, like? Okay, pick a player who's played like five years in the league, Mike.
0: Oh, uh, any, anybody, I'll Okay,
1: if you look at any one of his seasons, right, that can be very misleading, and it can be any play, right. If if I pick anybody's best season ever, you know, what I mean, like they can look like a much better player than they actually are. One data point. Okay, sure, we have seventy nine games, but we still don't really, for certain, know what Donovan Mitchell is. A lot of people get way better from their first year, or their second year. Sure. There are players who, like Tyreek Evans, man, Tyreek Evans' best year, I still think, is his rookie season. It is.
0: And, and that's obvious. But um, my level of confidence in how good Donovan Mitchell is, I'd say it's pretty high. I oh, think no. he's very so- good. I think uh, Jason Tatum's very good. I think they'll both get better. But to put someone like a second year player, Amongst your Paul Georges, amongst your Kyrie Irvings, amongst your Jimmy Butlers, in that level, saying he's a top 20 player
1: to oh, me well, just feels absurd. You're never going to get me to say he's a top 20 player, he's not better than Chris Middleton
0: as a fancy player.
1: Yeah, no, I'll give me Middleton. Um, here's what I will say though so he he has a little room to gain on the margins. We mentioned it. Sure. he might play another minute and a half. He That's might, where he has to gain. He might shoot a little better. He might get up to four rebounds and four assists. You know, he might get up to 1.6 steals. He might get up to 0. .4 blocks. He might score a point or two more. Sure. And obviously, like, he shoots up a little bit. Like, if he does everything a little tiny bit better, he shoots up a little bit.
0: Yeah, he'll does. He he definitely shoot up a bit. He, he finished the but season getting me, better. Scoring 23 points, two and a half threes, about four and a half rebounds, and a little over four assists with a steal and a half. And, you know, uh, there's another guy who had about 23 points, two and a half threes, over four rebounds, over four assists, and only 1.2 steals. And he did it with better percentages, and his name was Bradley Beal.
1: Yeah, right. So I think people are going a little bonkers for Donovan Mitchell. Like, he's the hot young thing. And I get that. To me, he's a third round pick. Like he's in the beginning of my third round. He's in there with the Kyrie Irving, right? We talked about him. I kind of want him in my third round too. Like I'd rather have Kyrie. So he's a third round pick for me. I don't think I'm going to get him any, in any third round because I think everyone's going to be, oh, Donovan Mitchell, man, he's the best, he's the bomb, he's the, you know what? Yeah. Um, you guys enjoy him in the second round. Have, maybe maybe have he gets fun. up there.
0: You could see, everybody. You could take Donovan Mitchell in the in the second round. And I'll take uh, I'll take Devin Booker right after him,
1: right? Or I'll, I'll take, take Bradley
0: Beal in the third,
1: right? Like all those guys, like all those wings, I'd rather have. I'd rather have Booker. I'd rather have Middleton. I'd rather have. And so it gets to the point where it's just like, okay, well, you're in my third round now.
0: <laughs> yeah, and if you if you say, all right, I'm looking at like I just said, you're looking at Bradley Beal, you're looking at Clay Thompson, and you go, all right, well, Donovan Mitchell's younger, he has more upside, and he could be better. At worst, he's going to be Bradley Beal. All right, take him before Bradley Beal, but taking him ahead of—I don't know—any of these second-round players just seem like I, I just—I don't know what people are doing out there. I yeah, want to take I'm him cool. over Kimball Walker. I'm—I like Kimba Walker. I'm—I'm I'm probably with you there. I mean, that's probably pretty close, but um, I like what Kimber Walker does a little bit more than Bradley. or, or excuse me, what? Well, uh, and you does. have
1: to feel better about knowing what you are gonna, what exactly you are gonna get from Kimber
0: Walker. Like, yeah, more it assists, crazy? more more assists, and more threes.
1: Would it be crazy for the Jazz to play him thirty only thirty two minutes? Like, sure, it doesn't seem like it's likely, but maybe they feel like that's where he's most efficient. Well, the numbers are gonna go down a little bit. Like, maybe they do play him thirty five minutes. Maybe, you know I mean? Like a lot of things could happen. We yeah. have one data point from him. And to say that that's the be all end all of his career, I don't think is fair in either direction, right? Like he could be a lot better. He could be a lot yeah. worse. We don't he, really know.
0: He could get better. And on that upside, if, if you want to reach for him, I'd say reach for him for a, a little bit, but reaching for him in the second round, uh, that's well, not, and in like not the late top, in the second round, you know what the I mean? top
1: 15, right? Like some people are reaching for him in the top 15. Like, well,
0: 17, 17, that's, that's absurd.
1: Well, so that's the ADP, too. That's the
0: average draft position. That means so, someone's uh, drafting him higher because of so, certain people are drafting him lower.
1: Yes, because I'm, I'm definitely not drafting him until, like, in the 25 to 30 range. So that means other guys are out there drafting him at, like, 12, 13, 14.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think we can harp on this enough. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is overrated this year. So uh, do be buyer beware. The next guy on this list, I don't think he is overrated uh, Dude, over at all. ESPN ranked him fifteenth. I think
1: okay. he's overrated. He's
0: overrated in ESPN. I'm not going to count ESPN because looking at this rank and then looking at the next rank, I don't, I don't even, I don't even, I, I can't even look at the ranks anymore. Uh, he's uh, this guy's average uh, draft position in Yahoo is thirtieth, and he's thirty second in Mark's ranking. So pretty, pretty dead on. I'm talking about uh, a Rudy Gobert. Who is one of the last, probably top centers you can you can pull out of the draft? Um, a guy who had a little bit of a setback last year, uh, was looking to even get better, have a little bit more of a breakout year, um, and then only played fifty six games last year, which was um, quite sad for all the people who drafted him. Uh,
1: Injured but, two out of the last three years. Are you worried about that at all?
0: A little, just a little bit. Yeah, me too. Um, but what I'm not what I'm not worried about is this is this guy's ability to get um, incredible block numbers. And blocks are probably the most rare category.
1: Oh, they're definitely
0: going down. Um his his blocks or just blocks in general. Blocks in general. Yeah, blocks in general, uh getting blocks is a lot harder to do. He's probably one of the last top guys who's going to give you blocks incredible field goal. His free throw is 68%, so it doesn't really kill you. It doesn't help, but it doesn't kill you. He is not a modern big, so he does not shoot threes. He's also not a great scorer, but you know, the 11 rebounds a game makes up for that. And the almost a steal a game also makes up for that. So uh, not he's more of the old school pure center, but he's probably the best old school pure center on the board in a league really lacking centers and lacking those old school stats of blocks well, and here, rebounds. Here's
1: here's a thing I'll say: he's probably third to fifth in the league in rebounding, and he's in the top five in blocks. Yeah, so you're getting not a lot of two, people are there, right? Two
0: categories where he's pretty super elite. Much more valuable in head-to-head than in roto, uh, for for that particular uh reason. And in a in a head-to-head league, I, I, I see why people are picking him thirtieth. In fact, in a in yeah, a I roto don't... league, I can see why you're picking him thirtieth. I don't see why you're picking him fifteenth, though. No, 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 this is a little too high.
1: Right. So he's another guy who's in my third round.
0: Yeah, I like him a lot. I think. Uh, you know, Rudy Gobert was due for an upswing last year, didn't happen because of injury. Could that upswing come this year? It's certainly possible. He's twenty six years old. He's entering his prime, and he could be fourteen and twelve with a block and a half, and it could be you know the Rudy Gobert of uh, of sixteen, seventeen, where per game he was the nineteenth best player. So. Uh, I, I think that's certainly possible. Um, I have him ranked in my top thirty for sure, and uh, I don't I don't mind I don't mind swinging for Rudy Gobert, especially if you uh, aren't able to get one of those top centers in the first round because the drop off in center is pretty hard and pretty fast. Talked about this
1: a few other times too. Like there's that massive clump, and then you kind of got to pick out of the clump in that mid, you know, like seven, eight, nine round range. And taking out of the clump sounds fine because you're like, well, I'm going to get a player that's similar to all these other players. But if for whatever reason you get the player in the clump that has the terrible year, you know what I mean? Then you could be in trouble because now everybody has a better center than you. Mm-hmm.
0: And so you I'm should, a
1: little um... concerned about, about picking in the clump, sometimes like I'm like, well, if, if my guy has the bad year, I, I am the I'd be absolutely worst in the league.
0: Yeah, it's not gonna go well if Stephen Adams breaks his foot or something like that. You know, like it's just the the drop up is hard and fast, and and you you're probably gonna have to. I mean, there's probably gonna a lot of be a lot of people who end up punting blocks and rebounds because that's just the direction the league is going. Uh, also, Tyler, you should you should look into copywriting. A uh, picking out of the clump. I think that's your, that's your new catchphrase. That, that's why that's why I'm picking out of the clump. Just picking out of the clump. Um the next guy is in a maybe like a mini clump there in the mid-rounds. He is being picked 65th, which feels a little low. Um Rudy Gobert was ranked 15th. Joe Ingles is ranked 113th by ESPN. Are they drunk over there? Like, I
1: don't understand they just this don't know this guy. I think they can't decide what a jazz guy.
0: They probably never. Like. They probably never heard of him, so they're like, "Yeah, that guy sucks. He must be like a seventh man on this team or something like that." Like just Well,
1: 113.
0: If, if, if you remember last
1: year, he... if you remember, floundering something. Are you there?
0: You you Are broke you up. Start it. Start over.
1: All right. If you remember last year, that wasn't he ranked in like the 200s?
0: Oh, yeah, he was even worse. He was definitely a known-namer. I mean, he looks like the guy playing pickup down the street who's like not good. Instead, this guy is a NBA caliber starter. He is going to be 31 this year. He had a great year last year. We've seen these guys kind of come out of nowhere, like Joe Ingles, and, and be really good. For like, remember when Damari Carroll was like pretty good, and then everybody's like, oh, finally. Like how rare it is for a guy that age to suddenly come really good, and then Demarco was never good again. You know, Joe Ingles f- could fall into that trap. Uh, it does feel like they use him pretty well in Utah, and uh, it also, you know, also feels like his his skill set is just really, um, really nice. I I don't know if that those assist numbers get repeated
1: as well, they were last
0: year, but he's a great fantasy player.
1: Here's the thing about him too, it, it's not any one standout category, right? Like we can count on Rudy Gilbert for the blocks and the rebounds. Yeah. Like Joe Ingles just kind of does everything good. Not great, just good. And so if the numbers go down anyway, you know, just yeah, then he's making a much bigger drop.
0: Yeah, so he's in that tier, the I'll call it the forty to seventy tier. Those guys are the guys you're filling in your roster with to meet uh, either to strengthen the strengths of your of your best players or to fill in the holes of your best players. And that 40 to 60 range, which Joe Ingles should be considered in, um, that margin is thin. And so if he does fall off really anywhere, even in like assists, you know, he's going to be in the bottom of that pack. But... During the second half of last year, he was scoring a little bit more. He was hitting a little bit more threes. He was getting a little bit more assists. And he was in the top of that pack. Uh, he was in the top 50 over the, last, the second half of last season. Um, picking him in that top 50, I feel like, is a mistake. I don't think you really have to worry about that. I don't think a lot of people are like, can't wait to draft Joe Ingles. But right after 50 hits, that's when people start looking around at Joe Angles. They see what he was ranked last year. They're going to start targeting him right after that. I'm not sure I'm going to own Joe Ingles in a lot of leagues, uh, but if he slips a little bit into that 60, where his average draft is, if he uh, in Yahoo 65, if he slips af- into the the rounds after that, I don't know why you're not owning him.
1: I'm with you there, and on ESPN, right? Like he's going to be available at 70, 75, 80, right? He's yeah. 113th, like let get a, a nice, pickup. nice little value there. But you, you nailed it on the head, right? Like he's never a guy I'm gonna be like, I need Joe Ingles, I need no. him, I gotta have him. Like I'm never gonna reach up with this guy because it's like, sure, he's great, he does a lot of great things, he helps me in almost every category. But other than blocks, right? He's good in every category except for blocks. But at the same time, it's like I, you know they maybe i need points so i'm going to get i don't know somebody scoring 18 points a game in that range and then maybe i need assists so i'm going to get this like he's just never a guy that you're like why well, i have to have that
0: you're absolutely right he's going to be overlooked you're probably he's probably going to slip um i think you're going to be able to get him at a value so do do keep an eye out for joe ingles and if you're in espn go out and put him in your queue like get him up there make sure you're seeing him uh, before it sneaks down to one, what was it? One thirteen? Come on, one thirteen. Give me a break. Um, this next guy, a lot of people said he had a disappointing season last season. I'll say, you know what? I'll say he had a disappointing season uh, when it came to the reason people draft Ricky Rubio, and that's for his assists. Everything else uh, Ricky Rubio did either stayed the same or got, in fact, a little bit better. Other than his assists, uh, well, quite a few of those assists probably went to Joe
1: Ingles. But and we can talk about some of the things got significantly better. Like he got a half a three more a game. Like that's that's a, a, sig- yeah. a significant amount, right? He got two more points a game. Like that's fairly significant. He got a half a rebound, which we talk about rebounds going down all the time, right? Like he's still elite in steals. I think. People are gonna be sleeping a little too much on Ricky Rubio. To me, Ricky yes. Rubio is still a top fifty player. Wow. ESPN We're ranks PN ranks. In a head-to-head league, I think this guy's a top fifty player. If you're punting field goal percentage.
0: Oh, well, hold up. In a in a runner league, there are some caveats, right? The 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 field goal percentage isn't great. The turnovers are, you know, they're turnovers or whatever. Nobody cares about turnovers. But um in the second half, I'll just throw this out there. In the second half of last year, and I know uh, Rubio had a um, – I don't know if he's injured at the beginning of the season or there was just kind of like Yeah, this if weird... you
1: remember, he had – I God, what was It, it was an elbow something that he he played, but he was complaining that yeah. something hurt something that,
0: that, yeah something was up with him and he was only playing like 22, 23 minutes right, a game that a was a weird
1: stretch where they they were like kind of they were playing him but sitting him
0: yeah weird. like it didn't make any sense it's like do you want him to get better or do you not want him to get better like what's what's going on here once that was kind of passed in the second half and this is what a lot of people are going to overlook his overall per uh per game ranking was eighty three like I said but in the second half. Uh, he was a, a top fifty player. I think he's always
1: a top fifty player. He's him and Jeff Teague, man. No one loves those two players. Nobody loves those guys. Why.
0: Nobody does. You're right. Nobody loves those guys at all. Uh, Ricky Rubio, good to be overlooked. If you're looking to get those nine assists, though, it's probably not going to happen. It's just not the style that Utah plays.
1: So uh, after did assists, that stretch, sneak do up a have, little bit. Maybe. Do you have the numbers of what he got after that stretch where he was. I do kind of farting around yeah i'll just
0: say in the last 37 games of the season so that basically the last half of the season uh 15 points that is a career high pretty sure i'm pretty sure that feels safe almost uh one and a half threes so that's probably career high and
1: those are both by far career highs
0: by far so you know they one goes with the other anyway and then about five rebounds and six assists
1: and that's what that's what I was gonna say is in like, one point five steals. I look at the steals as pretty safe in that one point four to one point seven range. Like those are pretty. I lock that in. That's good. Yeah. That's, that's it, a it, high it, quality he's number.
0: What twenty eight? He's not playing the passing lanes like he was in in Minnesota, where he could just do whatever he wants, and he was getting like almost two steals a game. Um, it's not gonna be that good, but the steals feel safe.
1: Right. So lock that in. I think the assist numbers go definitely go up. I think he's going to play a little bit more minutes too. I think this, this assist numbers are probably closer to six, maybe as low as like five and a half. You're talking probably pretty close to four to five rebounds a game. I think 13 points is safe. He might even get like 14 or 15. I mean, just sign me up for this. And it's a top 50 guy. And I don't think he's going in the top 50 ESPN ranked him 60. Yahoo's 56.1. Like I'll pick him in the top 50. I'll take him in, at 49, 49, 50. Yeah. He's
0: not going in the top 50. In fact, a lot of the mock drafts I see, I must be in the ones where his, he's being drafted past 56 because I see him falling into the sixties in the seventies. And that's far too low. That will um, not happen
1: in my league, Michael.
0: No, it will not. You tricked me into uh, drafting him last year. And um, I might just draft him again this year, just to spite you.
1: Dude, I, th- I swear you're going to draft all my favorite players.
0: As champion of the Listener League, it is my duty to draft Dude, Ricky all Ricky Rubio won you, won you the league, bro. I don't know what you're complaining about. That's true. I never gave up on Ricky Rubio. never did. Well, and and uh, he played well during that second half. And
1: you were playing your
0: best fantasy
1: basketball when Ricky Rubio was playing his best
0: basketball. That's right? 100% like, true because like, I kind of was banking on him to carry certain statistics. And then in the second half, he did. You know what I mean? And, and I'm not...
1: You know, you won the league. Good props on you, but you weren't yeah, not. True. You were the what, third seed, like going to the playoffs? Like, I don't remember. I remember winning the league, and that's all I remember. But, but my point being is, though, like guys like this can propel you to a championship, right? If they get hot when you need them,
0: that, that can be a big boost to your team. That is all that matters. That's also why I like Roto, because the entire season matters and not those two weeks where weird people are sitting and whatever and your playoffs are all screwed up or you have to end the playoffs like five, a month before the entire basketball. Well, the superstars sitting, like just play in a roto league and get used to the fact that when the season's over, the every the entire season matters, and the season's over. It's just like the Premier League in uh, in England, the whole season matters, and then at the end of the season, it's over. I That's
1: also it. I also feel like in roto leagues, no playoffs, like it, it it adds a whole new layer of thought to it because it's not just I'm trying to beat Mike in assists. Right. It's maybe oh I'm trying to beat Mike and Steve and Fred in assist, but I could also go for someone in rebounds and beat George in rebounds, right? Like there's a lot of different ways to look at it. And it makes when oh, you, yeah. when you do have to stream a spot, it makes you think so much more about it. Like what categories can I actually move up in? Can I move up three spots in this category as opposed to one in this category? How's that going to affect my percentages? Right? Because percentages
0: can go both up and down. Yeah. So you got to think about that yeah, like there's so many new layers this to is a the good, game. this is a good rant save it for the roto versus head-to-head See, so that's the thing you're gonna have to take the head-to-head side because i'm not i'm not taking the head-to-head side the roto side is the uh is the side that i'm going to argue for and you've, you've made a lot of my points uh and also like it makes trading more complex as well because like hey i don't i'm bad at assists but that guy's really good at assists and he could gain some points on guys who are ahead of me. Like there's it's a whole nother game within the Roto game. So I uh, do look forward to uh, talking about how bad head to head is.
1: And here's what I'll say too. This is one last rant in the middle of this podcast.
0: Don't play in a league where they don't let you trade. What? Some
1: guy, some no guy was t- telling league. me about a league where they don't let him trade. But that's like
0: not a That's not a fancy league.
1: And I'm like, wait, what? Like, how? How do you like? If you need to make your team better in an area, how are you gonna do that? Like, what if there's junk on the waiver wire? So, don't. If the league says there's no trading in this league, I think trading should be encouraged. I might start a league where everybody yeah. has to make at least
0: one trade during the season. Every so, like, that's the man. We we really got off the off the side of. It. Let's save some of this stuff for that. The, but you're right. That's that's absurd. I don't. I, I don't even know what to make of that. Uh, I'm, that gets me so mad. I, I, we better move on because uh, I'll go on a 20-minute rant about how stupid those people are. Um, let's talk about a guy, who, another guy. So Ricky Rubio, overlooked. This guy's being overlooked too. Uh, Derek Favors, average draft position on Yahoo, 129. ESPN's got him 104. Mark's got him 119. He finished the year last year. Per game, seventy-seven games per game, at uh, eighty-eight. This guy's the top hundred player, right? Like, what am I? What am I missing here? He only played twenty-eight minutes a game last year and finished in the top ninety per game in totals. Shit in totals, he finished sixty-fourth. But you know that's that's totals. So hey, that, more power to you. That's that's even a better reason to pick him up. Um, he. Was injured the year before, right? And I think a lot of people were off on him. And then he came back and he wasn't as good, like not nowhere near as good as he was before his uh, his injury. And I think a lot of people kind of are throwing him out with the bathwater when, in fact, he's being drafted at almost like 130 and he's a top 100 player.
1: Yeah, I think you nailed it. Um, even ESPN 104, like, he's a top 100 guy for me. So, you know, I think that's even a, a smidge too low. The thing I guess you don't love is, right, we've seen like a lot of weirdness from, from Derek Favors in the sense that like he was 1.2 steals a game at one point and then like he's 0.7 now. Now obviously he's playing like five or four less minutes a game. But still like in four less minutes, that should, number should still be like around one, not 0.7. So we've seen some statistical strangeness from him. Here's what I'll say I like.
0: Good little, rebounds. It's like a little weird, right? Like, feels like a guy who could fall off at any moment, but he doesn't.
1: Well, and two now, I think that they, they're limiting the time him and Rudy Gobert play together, yeah. which is good for both of them. Right? like I think they're both probably best as a center in this modern NBA. He's going to shoot a good field goal percentage. He's not really going to shoot any threes, but he's going to give you good rebounds. He's going to give you – over a block of game and like 12 points, like with some decent steal numbers, right? Like, would be shocked if it was like 0. 0.9 or one this year. Like, I wouldn't be. So, I mean, that's the four or five category help. That's the top 100 player for me.
0: I'm, yeah, I don't, I just, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm missing something with the way everybody's overlooking him. And like, that's kind of the, and, and I'm actually a little surprised with Mark's rankings too, but uh, that's what I do like about Mark's rankings a lot. Uh, is usually that it's, it's just, you know, it's a historical model. It looks at what they've done, and it assumes that they're going to do, just like most players of those types, um, they're going to do something very similar to what they've done in the last few years. Yeah, and what... And that's usually hurts, true.
1: What hurts him a lot is he only played 23.7 minutes in the year before last, yeah. and some of that was building back up from an injury. Yeah, and so, so that, that maybe
0: hurts his averages a little
1: bit in Mark's, in
0: Mark's projections.
1: Right, and so that's why you see him a little bit lower in Mark's stuff. And not only did it did he play limited minutes, but he shot poorly, like the poorest he's ever shot from both the field and the free throw line. So those numbers are all affecting his projection in a negative way. And I just don't think we see that unless he gets hurt again, which I mean, any of that's obviously possible, but I, I wouldn't bank on it.
0: Yeah um do pay attention to Derek Favors another underrated player out there uh the rest of this team uh is some of them are actually getting drafted in the uh, top 150 in yahoo uh, but i'm i'm fairly surprised that is true uh jay crowder who played on this team last year right is being drafted at 141 i feel like it's a little name recognition type of uh, pick up there. Jay Crowder was not, I would say, fantasy wise, just not. Ownable. I'd actually,
1: I'd actually say though that, like at one hundred and forty, that's probably about where Jay Crowder ends up ranked. Like, yeah, Jay nah. Crowder's gonna play a lot of games. He's gonna do no. just okayness, right? No. Like, I don't, I am not saying I am drafting right. in there because there is no upside in that. But like, if if you told me at the end of the season, like where does Jay Crowder rank? I'd probably be like, ah, eh, like one hundred and forty, one hundred and forty-five, somewhere in there.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I'll just say on totals. He played eighty games last year. On totals, he finished one hundred and sixty per game. He finished 2-0. But Look at
1: the the Cleveland time when he was basically not doing anything, right? Like in his time in Utah, that he played two more minutes a game, and the numbers are significantly better, all but the free field goal percentage. Yeah,
0: that's that's fair. That's fair. I am um, I am not interested. Just not interested at all in Jay Crowder. Uh, uh, and-
1: I'll say this, if, there's, if we're picking like 200 people and he's ranked sure. 192nd on ESPN, like, there's probably a little bit of value in that.
0: Yep, standard league-wise, not said uh, regular or big leagues, large leagues, uh, worth because he's going to play good minutes. Like anybody who's playing good minutes is worth owning. So do uh, pay attention to that. And actually, Dante Exum is kind of interesting. Like Dante Exum played well in the playoffs. Dante Exum and... is currently ranked 455 in ESPN's ranking. Well, and here,
1: here's the one reason I put him in too. He always gets some buzz this time of year. If, like, yeah. oh, have you seen what Dante Exum's doing? Remember have you Dante, seen what Dante Exum? Exum? You know what I mean? He played 14 games last year. Two out of the last three years, he played zero games as a 20 year old, then 66, then 14. Yep.
0: Those are all true statements.
1: He's never played more than 22.2 minutes a game. Now, should he be ranked 455th? No. No, he's a top two hundred player even in twenty minutes a game. Yeah,
0: let's let's if you're in a big league, he's a good flyer. But here's Never the other thing we'll say, like to anybody on this team, but uh the, he'll he'll end up playing.
1: Well, and here's the other thing too, like you can't feel great about picking him, right? Like if he's played literally, literally 80 games
0: in three years. Yeah, I'm not excited about picking him, I'm just saying he's an interesting pick no, no, with and that, an interesting ceiling. I I'm or with you. very deep leagues. Well, and
1: here's the other thing. Like, he shot 48% last year, which seems crazy. And it was a 14 game sample, so let's not read too much into it. But like he just sometimes shows some things that you're like, man, that's really interesting. Ooh, that was kind of really interesting. And that's kind of really
0: interesting. But I just don't know how much you can expect to really get. That is fair. Uh I, I would be remiss if I don't talk about the the rest of the guys on this team. Uh, just so we can put to bed uh, their fantasy value. Uh, Tapas Evelosha, kind of a a fun uh, sleeper and and streamer when you need steals, Uh, is getting older. Uh, A great old, old bull. Um,
1: (laughs) That's the only reason you wanted to bring it up.
0: Yeah, I just want to talk about the bulls and how great he is. (laughs) Um, Got suspended for doing drugs apparently. And uh, he played 21 minutes a game last year and had 1.4 steals in that 21 minutes. So he's a good streamer out there. Um, anyways, has been. He's always been a pretty good streamer. Uh, just so keep an eye out on him. Uh, Alex, Alex Burks. I'm not terribly interested in him at all. Right. Um, I don't think he's really gonna do much at all. And then. I want to put this to bed. I want to put this guy. I want I want to put this guy in a in a permanent bed.
1: There's there's a reason I didn't put him on the list. I know who you're gonna say, because he's he's actually being drafted in Yahoo League's like in the 130
0: ADP range. Grayson Allen is not a good NBA player, nor will he play hardly at all for the Utah Jazz. And there I've said it. Listen to those words again. He is not a good NBA player. He might have had some great fantasy stats in summer league. But he's not going to play anything close to extended minutes on this team. And he's not a good NBA player. He's going to get ate up by people like Draymond Green. Like Jimmy Butler. Can you imagine Grayson Allen? I swear I swear to the almighty basketball Jesus, if Grayson Allen undercuts... One of my favorite players in the NBA. I'm going to personally find him and just cut him right down the middle. <laughs> From sternum well, to taint, I'm just going to come right down the middle. That's a little extreme there. I'm not going to go that far. but That's how uh, I feel about Grayson Allen.
1: So I, I saw the summer league stuff, and I, I saw all of it. I just don't know, man. I saw him at Duke, and he had one real good year. The last two have not been very good at Duke. He's an older rookie, right? He's already like twenty-three years old. He's him and Devin Booker like the same age. I think Devin Booker is younger. Devin Booker is younger by like six months, I think, or or two months. That's a couple months. Um,
0: So there's no reason. There is no reason to talk about
1: this. Here's the thing: I don't get the hype. Like, why are people drafting him in Yahoo standard leagues? Like, what? What is it? I, I, I get
0: it. They saw one stat line in summer league, and they're like, "Well." Oh, you know, he played at Duke. He's the, you know, the the consummate white guy at Duke. Uh, I'm white, and I don't know how to play fantasy basketball. I'll draft. I'll draft him. Uh, uh, this is great. He had a really good line in one of the one of the games, and it just goes to show you the difference between just like the hype machine, uh, at a coming out of Summer League, which is ridiculous, and 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 the fact that no one saw, um. Uh, what's his name, Luka Doncic, play one game. All it would have taken is one Summer League game and uh, you would have Luka Doncic being drafted ahead of Don, uh, Donovan Mitchell.
1: Well, what's crazy too to me about Summer League is like, what's the most any team plays? Like if you win the championship in Las Vegas, you literally play three, like, four, five, like six, seven games, games eight like, games. Seven,
0: eight games, yeah. Like against... Guys who are not going to play, like guys, majority of the people in Summer League like, aren't playing on an NBA team.
1: Yeah, they're either G League or overseas players. Yeah, and it's I get it. It's the first professional experience, and people watch because there's what I mean. Just once, there's nothing else going on in your, on in your brain, right? But like any, would you read in like, okay, Ricky Rubio is going to play his first eight games of the season. Are you going to say that's going to be a stat line for the whole rest of the year?
0: No. Right? Certainly, like, it certainly wasn't.
1: I And that's what I'm saying is, like, any player, right? Like, I don't know. Say Anthony Davis comes out and drops 40.
0: Like, four well, of the he, first... he actually usually does that. So uh...
1: Well, say he does it four of the first eight games and he drops 35 in the other four. So he's averaging I mean, 37.5 points a game. Are you going to say, he's a 37.5-point-a-game scorer this year?
0: No, but he might go for the scoring title. You
1: know what I mean? And, and so, like, but my point is, like, to bank on eight games in summer league against inferior competition doesn't make any sense either.
0: You're right. And um, that's why I just don't understand this. So, once again, Grayson Allen is not a good NBA player, nor should he be drafted in in anything but the largest league possible. Even those leagues, I'm like, I don't know. There's no I, way well, I I mean, you're doing. It, it,
1: if there's four hundred and fifty players drafted, which I have a league like that. Yes, I'm crazy. God. Yeah. Okay, I might pick Grayson Allen at some point, right? Like in the after it gets to like past two fifty or three hundred, there's some real dregs, man. Like you gotta feel good about Grayson Allen at least staying on a team for the next two or three years.
0: So I don't know about that. I think uh I think uh Doug McDermott might play more NBA games than Grayson Allen.
1: And, and you know what I mean? And at some point, like you just want to take a shot on someone who's young and you haven't seen him be terrible. So I get drafting him in a hugely deep league, but if it's 200 players, I'm not drafting Grayson Allen. If It's 250 players. I'm not drafting Grayson Allen. Damn it,
0: Tyler. I didn't want to talk about Grayson Allen at all. And here we are spinning. I brought I him up. I had to, I had to
1: tell him. I didn't put him on the paper much. for a reason.
0: I had to, I had to make sure everybody was clear out there, all the listeners out there. And uh, I think that's it for the Utah jazz Speaking of the listeners out there, if you guys like what we're doing, uh, rate, review us, tell your friends about us, tell your uh, league mates about us, tell your parents about us. I don't know why you'd do that, but, you know, it'd be kind of weird to bring up, but tell them. Why not? Just tell them about the podcast. And if you want access to premium content to help you win your draft, win your league, or you want to join one of the listener leagues, the podcast go to patreon.com slash watching the boxes and subscribe Uh, we're gonna have a lot of good content up there uh, just for subscribers Uh, Tyler where can people find you on Twitter Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tyler P Watts beautiful and you can find me at watch the boxes that's it for tonight everybody have a good one